0: It's May twelfth, twenty twenty-one, and welcome to the new reality edition of Bite March Cafe, where we serve Universe Bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, uh, we have Melly James, and she's here to tell us about the latest Mana Up cohort and the uh, an upcoming virtual job fair event. And then uh, we'll be joined by Laura Arcebal from the uh, Broadband Hui, as well as the Department of Health, and uh, along with uh, Laura K. Ran from the Hawaii Food Bank, and they're here to tell us about the launch of the FCC's Emergency Broadband Benefit. But right now, I want to welcome Melly James back to the show. <clears throat> you know, Melly, I miss you because we have our chair here with your name on it, and you haven't been able to sit in it, but uh, that's the new reality. And of course, uh, she's with Mana Up, and, and uh, she has a couple of cool things to tell us about. And welcome to the show, Melly.
1: Thanks, Bert. And yes, I'm missing my, uh, my my special chair, but I'll be back in it soon. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you um, know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the the doing the call in is, is kind of good because uh, anybody can just call in from wherever they are, whether they're on Oahu or neighbor island or even from the mainland. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of getting used to this, but uh, I miss you, Melly. So tell us what's uh, yeah. what's happening with this virtual job fair.
1: Of virtual and being able to call in uh, you know one that we're we're hosting our first mana up uh, virtual job fair and uh, we partnered with shop small Hawaii and it's been really exciting to see uh, this industry rising entrepreneurship small business even through the pandemic uh, we have 15 of our uh, mana up alumni companies um, including also the YWCA and uh, featuring 35 and plus jobs that are all kind of featuring in different areas. We've got, you know, graphic design, um, digital marketing, e-commerce, fulfillment. And this is a real reflection of a lot of the growth and strategic growth our company saw as we all had to pivot last year heavily to direct-to-consumer um, to, to stay alive and to, and to thrive. And many of them did. I, I think some of our companies went from 20% online, 80% wholesale, you know, retail, especially in tourist areas, mm-hmm. to a total swap. And it was super exciting to see um, them be able to continue to grow um, and also now hiring um, and really seeing how we can be diversifying our economy and creating jobs here especially ones that can be done remotely
0: no that's great so of the 15 <clears throat> can you can you share like uh, maybe some examples of who will be looking for employees?
1: yeah definitely um, so I can say that for sure We've got um, the Flow Flow is a great example. They're based on Maui. kimchi company. Kahula Le'a, she's got a, a, a gorgeous clothing company. She's actually the store in Al Moana. Au Organic, which is health and beauty products uh, based in Honoka. Um Hawaiian, the slipper company was Zach Noel and the State. So those are just a few of the companies that are participating. Um, Kohana Rum and many others. Um, interestingly... The jobs around, like I said, marketing, fulfillment, graphic design, digital operations, social media. So these are all just really exciting opportunities for our local people who, you know, want to have interesting different opportunities. Um, and, and again, it's exciting to see that these companies are continuing to thrive even through 2020.
0: Well, that's great. And, you know, if they're hiring, I mean, that's an indication that they're growing. I mean, you, if you're declining, you're not hiring. So it's a good, good uh, show of, of uh, positive growth.
1: Yeah. And at the end of the day, when you think about economic development, it's about jobs and revenue, you know, sustainable livelihood. How are we making opportunity here in the islands? And so with Mana Up, as many people don't know, you know, we are an economic development initiative helping to grow the local product industry here in Hawaii. So we have also our House of Mana Up retail location in the heart of Waikiki, the rural Hawaiian. We also have our House of Mana com e-commerce platform, which we feature over 2,000 local products, really help with that storytelling and help these local product entrepreneurs scale to global markets. So um, yeah, it's super exciting. And the the job fair is actually tomorrow, uh, Thursday, May 13th from three to 6 p.m. It is virtual. So uh, we we partnered and collaborated with Workforce Career Fair so that the uh, people can upload their resumes, they can view the different local businesses and look at their positions and interview via chat and text as well. So we can support different methods of connecting with the companies they're hiring for part-time positions, full-time positions, as well as internships. And so, uh, so, so there's a huge amount of.
0: So before we go, go to the, the 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 latest on the cohort, I mean, where can people find out about the uh, virtual job fair?
1: Yeah, they can go to manauphawaii.com. Okay, great. There's and all so
0: the information there. To find out. So you've been uh, releasing some of the names of the latest cohort uh, with, uh, I guess, what Hawaii business? So give us a give us an idea of, of who's in your latest uh, let's say uh, cadre of companies
1: yes so we have had five cohorts already uh, since we launched in January of 2018 we are now on cohort six we had record-breaking applications we're normally just at about hundred applicants this year we had hundred and thirty one applications wow so that was exciting to see just kind of through 2020 and a lot of these companies had been started in the last twelve to eighteen months so Really, seeing for many people, maybe they they had lost their job and now they had that time to finally build that business, or it was a side hustle or a side project, and now they were like now or never, I'm going to do this. So it was really exciting to just see the breadth of new companies as well as the more established companies applying for the program. Um, and we, you know, Brittany, my co-founder and I, we really it was so tough to decide because there were so many good ones. Uh, we ended up actually at 12 companies. We normally have 10, so we're going to have a 12-person cohort. We'll be up to 63 companies. And a lot of them are sourcing local ag. We've got um, a great company that is called um, Island Harvest. It's a great macadamia farm on the Big Island. Uh, we also have Kahuku Farms, which is here in Kahuku on Oahu, uh, creating some gorgeous and really delicious food products um, that is, a I think, fourth-generation farm in the North Shore. Another one is uh, Pono Potions, which is on Oahu, uh, creating for coffee and cocktails, uh, different uh, non-alcoholic kind of mixes that go into different drinks, um, as well as High Spice, which is a Maui company, which is hot sauce, all made from local agricultural ingredients. So we've got Kauai, Maui, Big Island, and Oahu this round. um, So we're going to have quite a diverse group, um, and we're really excited to be adding to our Big Ohana.
0: Oh, that's great. And of course, uh, where do we find out about the, the the latest cohort? Is it in Hawaii business or is it also being listed on the Mana Up website?
1: Yes. Yeah, so we, you can follow us at Mana Up Hawaii on our Instagram, or you can also go to com and sign up for our newsletter. Uh, we've been hosting a lot more of that storytelling and deeper dive into who the entrepreneurs are, what they stand for, what their company is about. But so I highly suggest signing up for our newsletter, and you can get to know more of our local entrepreneurs, really growing the local product industry here.
0: Oh, that's great! And of course, uh, you know they're all gonna all gonna need broadband. So I just wanted to you know make that plug. But mahalo, Millie, oh, for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Laura Arcibel from the um, Department of Health. And, of course, uh, we have Laura K. Rand from the Hawaii Food Bank, and we'll learn about the FCC's emergency broadband benefit. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Chaminade University and Hastings & Pleadwell, a communication company. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. I'm happy to welcome Laura Arsabal from the Broadband Hui and the Department of Health. And, of course, Laura K. Rand from the Hawaii Food Bank. And they're here to tell us about this uh, benefit that is being rolled out uh, by the Federal Communications Commission. Of course, uh, I want to welcome you both to Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you. Sure. Aloha, everyone.
2: This is Laura.
0: So <laughs> I, you know I've got I've got I've got two Laura's one is Laura one is Laura K so I'll try to differentiate the two uh and 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 Laura so let's start with you and and maybe <clears throat> give us a little background on on what the um uh, emergency broadband benefit is and where did it come from and and of course uh the fact that uh, today is actually the official launch of the program, and of course, we've been we've been following this thing along for quite a while now, but uh, today's the official launch, and so tell us a little background on, on uh, where this program came from.
2: Yes, very exciting. I'm happy to say yes. Today was the launch day. Um, well, the program started, really, Congress appropriated $3.2 billion through the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021 for all states until funds are spent. Um, the program, the Emergency Broadband Benefit Program, was established by the Federal Communications Commission, uh, a.k.a. FCC. Um, and yes, they're taking applications today. Um, what the Emergency Broadband Benefit Program is, is that households can get up to $50 on internet services on their monthly bill. Um, and then if you live on Hawaiian homeland, to get up to $75, and there's also a one-time discount of up to $100 towards the purchase of a laptop, desktop, um, computer, or, or tablet. And um, folks would have to apply, and those that qualify are individuals that have um, faced unemployment uh, within this past year, in 2020, uh, students that have received a Pell Grant or, um college, uh, households that have a child uh, that receive free or reduced breakfast or lunch, uh, individuals that uh, receive SNAP. So, anyone in the household that has a qualifying um, uh, criteria like SNAP, uh, if you live in federal public housing, if you receive better, um, veterans and survivors pension benefits, if you're a qualify for the Lifeline program, uh, low-income individuals. Uh, we know that folks are struggling to make ends meet, especially um, even prior to COVID. Uh, and now with COVID, it's, it's just um, exacerbated um, of the means for people to afford um, basic needs. And so with Internet services, this, this helps folks to um, continue uh, to be connected uh, online. And uh, we're, we're very excited that this program is available for Hawaii residents. We're encouraging folks to apply early um, because the funds are limited. This program is temporary, but there's a possibility that it might continue. Um, I know that the FCC is looking at this program. They're going to be um, analyzing it and seeing how they could um, continue this. And expand uh, the program, so we're hoping that this will continue. But for now, folks can apply and uh, check if they're qualified. Uh, the sooner, the better. And hopefully, we could at least get four to six months out of out of this um, the benefit for for our residents in Hawaii.
0: So, so Laura, you know, uh, in in the interest of uh, full disclosure, you know, you and I are both part of the uh, broadband hui, and and Laura Kay is part of the hui as well. But the f c c is not your typical agency that as a resident or consumer, we would normally interact with, so you know what did we what did you know what did we decide to do in order to build more uh local interest and, and local let's say um support for actually signing up right, so
2: thank goodness for the broadband who we Um, You know, we were able to uh, pull together a core group, a small group of folks to talk a little bit about once we found out about the FCC Emergency Broadband um, Program, which was probably about um, mid-March or so, and at that time, we didn't have a launch date. And so, you know, one of the comments I had was, you know, we got to jump on this really quick so that we could prepare Hawaii's residents so that they can apply. And be ready by whatever state um you know we have. Um, so we um, formed a core group and started the discussion to see how we could um, prepare as much as possible and try to fill in as many details as we can without knowing certain things. So it is—it is, it was a challenge, I know, but um, uh, we got there, and so together core group that talked about it and then we also then folded in all of the participating providers in the state so you're talking about um, you know Aloha Broadband, uh, AT&T, Charter, Spectrum, Hawaiian uh PCS for the People, Selectel Wireless, um, T-Mobile and Verizon and so and then also bringing together community organizations that um, can do some of the outreach within our um, community, and they vary, you know, they vary in terms of their outreach. They they may have um, resources that can do hand-holding uh, and connect with folks that may need that additional assistance, and some organizations are spreading the word through um, email and social media, and, and folks um, are either, you know, going house to house and talking about and posting flyers. So. Having, um, bringing together government, this is federal, state, and county, um, for-profit and um, non-profit agencies. I believe in our meetings, we started meeting early April um, to about this past Tuesday, every Tuesday, talking about the EBB. And it was um, uh, a great way for us to share how we're going to, you know, roll this out and focus be more informed about um, the EBB program, you know. Um, and so I think there was about you know maybe about fifty or sixty representatives across the state. Bert.
0: Yeah, so it's a good uh, good uh, mix, and and it's probably a good time to bring Laura Kay into the discussion because you know you might think, well, what is, uh, what is the what uh, does the Hawaii Food Bank have anything to do with broadband? But you know they were one of the first uh, community groups, <laughs> nonprofits that are Already on the front line and and have been there you know all through the entire pandemic, so you know they have the well maybe i I'll I'll, I'll I'll leave it to Laura K to explain what it is that the food bank does and and how how they are like a perfect fit for helping us get the word out
3: mm, thanks Brett Mara uh, Hawaii food bank, most people know us for providing food during emergencies. What a lot of people may not realize is that we provide for the daily emergencies also. So prior to the pandemic, we were already serving one in eight um, in Hawaii, or we know Hawaii is expensive. So about half of the people that we were serving were doing everything right, working really hard, taking care of their kids, but the money just didn't make it. And in all of our budgets, food is that one flexible item. Right? When things are tough, we skinny up on it, and when things are great, we splurge more. So for these families who are struggling, this is the one area where they have to make horrid choices, like, okay, do I buy food or do I buy medicine? Mm-hmm. Do I buy food or do I put gas in the car? And those are awful choices no one should ever have to make. The Hawaii Food Bank can stand in the gap. And people and households can come to our food pantries. They can come to the different distributions. We have a really wide network and a partner, a partnership with nearly 200 charitable organizations who run these different food distribution sites. Then enter the pandemic and hotels closed, businesses closed, restaurants shut down. And everybody we served, it increased by 60% and has been maintained at that level increased food we've been purchasing food like crazy Um, just wanting to keep that pipeline of food into hawaii homes good and healthy and strong and stable and to provide food security in a time when people feel really insecure that's why we were really excited to hear about this opportunity because for families who have struggled, whether they are the traditional group that we have served, that are families just struggling to make ends meet, or they're this new group of people who have never needed to seek food assistance before. But now, thanks to the pandemic and our economy and all the economic factors, they have emptied out their savings accounts. They've borrowed on the 401ks, they have maxed out their credit cards. And things look bleak economically. It takes a long time to recover from that. So imagine with the opportunity of $50 more in your household budget through this program. That is extremely meaningful. And anything that helps the families we serve, we are absolutely, we want to be first in line. How can we help? How can we spread the word? And how can we help nearly 180,000 people that we serve every month? to learn about this program.
0: Yeah, Laura Kay, I mean, that's that's great. I mean, and, and the numbers that you are, are talking about are really pretty uh, reflective of the opportunity that we have in, in terms of supporting, you know, those uh, close to 200,000 uh, families. And, and you have a statewide network that you can tap that, you know basically gets the word out throughout the entire state you know i do want to talk a little bit more about the network and and how you are actually helping to facilitate to you know kind of get the word out to a lot of the folks on the uh, receiving end of some of the uh, some of the benefits that you provide so we'll hold that thought we'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Laura Aseball and Laura K. Wren, and we're talking about uh, qualifying for this discount that uh, gets you about $50 off your Internet bill. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor, Bavarian Motor Experts. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, And if you're just joining us, we're talking to Laura Oswal from the Department of Health and Laura Kay ran from the um, Hawaii Food Bank. And we're talking about getting people signed up to the Emergency Broadband Benefit, which is rolling out today by the FCC. And, of course, right before the break, uh, we're talking to Laura Kay about, you know, the network that the Hawaii Food Bank has. And and, and Laura K, you know, I, I am familiar with some of the, you know, the uh, pantry locations on Oahu. But uh, tell us a little bit about some of the neighbor island locations that would Uh, be, you know, on the front line of, of, uh, you know, getting some of this benefit out to the people on the neighbor islands?
3: Sure. Uh, Hawaii Food Bank is the Feeding America certified food bank for our entire state. We can provide those services directly, like we do on Oahu, through a branch like we do on Kauai, Mm -hmm. or through our partners. And our neighbor island partners would include the food basket on Hawaii Island and the Maui Food Bank, who serves Maui County. So, together, we provide a really strong um, network of food hubs and pantries and food distributions and drive-through contactless distributions. But we also have access through our partners. So, I mentioned nearly 200 partners on Oahu alone, another 50-some partners. Um, I believe Hawaii Island has nearly 100 partners, and on Maui County, there's nearly 150 partners. So that means that the charitable organizations on each island then are the, um, become the face-to-face with the people who not only need food assistance but can benefit from this program. So we've been working with the partners sending out uh, initial information, like mark your calendars May 12th, uh, but also the um, Broadband Hui provided flyers, posters, So we will also be sharing it with our partners. So let's say family A goes into a food pantry and they see it and they don't quite understand what it is. Then the volunteers there will be able to help explain. If they then a couple of weeks later are getting food through a distribution and they see it again, because we know, right? New things, especially now we're told to kind of watch out for stuff. But when you see things through trusted organizations that, Hawaii Food Bank has in its partners and Maui Food Bank in the food basket, you know that you can trust these partners to be able to provide solid information about different benefit programs. And this falls directly into direct benefit for so many of the families that we serve.
0: No, that's great, and that's why <clears throat> I think it was important for us to really localize the message and not just say, "Hey, you know, call up or or sign up on the FCC or the USAC website." And and Laura, you know, like in terms of the kinds of uh, outreach collateral, I mean, you can talk tell us a little bit about the the maybe the uh, flyers, but also I think importantly is all the languages that were uh, this was translated into.
2: Right. So, you know, folks can go ahead and apply online. Um, and the tools for outreach organizations, like community out, um, organizations, they can download the flyers and fact sheet from the broadband.hawaii.gov/ebb website. Um, and there are resources there for organizations to spread the word. There's also a um, graphics file where folks. And um, download and and share that information as well. Um, and to apply and and get qualified for.
0: So you know you know Laura Laura K. When you describe all the you know all the connected organizations that you have in your network, I'm I'm mm-hmm. thinking how did you how did you actually get them kind of up to speed with this information? I mean, I'm I'm getting a little nervous now because uh, was it a heavy lift to, you know, get them familiarized with the whole EBB process and the, you know, and the uh, outreach material that we provided?
3: Uh, Actually, that was exactly the key, is the fact that the outreach material was provided. It's not something that we had to try to make up and understand. We were able to, I was able to take bits and pieces So, and and try to reduce the number of steps. So, instead of somebody going on and figuring out who the providers were, I included that directly. So, they just turn and then they can see that. Um, And if they are helping somebody in one of the pantries and they're helping somebody to connect, uh, we made sure that we sent things that had live links in it. Uh, The language access uh, and the the different languages is, I think, A complete gift because there are there's such a bouquet of languages in Hawaii and when something is unfamiliar to be able to read it in your own language really helps with the understanding of the documents you need to have that to be able to reference to ensure your eligibility we also um, included the helpline and I don't have it right off the top of my head but to be able to call to find out, like, what do I need? How can I get help? Uh, and we're trying to do everything that um, we can to support, especially given that this is currently a temporary program.
0: So, so Laura, um, which which uh, number was provided as a as a help number?
2: For the Youth
0: Yeah. So there was a there was a federal number. Yeah, that was uh, provided. Yes. There's yes.
2: for the. Um,
0: yeah, there. I actually don't have it with me. Well, before. it's on the website, and I'll and we'll we'll refer <laughs> to the website later on. But uh, one of the things that that Laura, I wanted to find out is, you know, well, how do how do uh, you you feel we are able to measure how we're doing? I mean, what are you know? I think w- one of the important things, both for us locally as well as for the FCC, is is actual data. I mean, and. What do you, you know, where, where can we get our, whole, get our hands on any of this data?
2: That's a great question, Bert. Um, uh, you know, we need to ask the FCC for that and our contacts um, because it would be great to know what the uptake is in Hawaii on data. Um, I wanted to go back to the language translation piece. We will have flyers that's translated in the Pacific Islander languages. Um, there, there was about 20 languages that were identified by established groups um, uh, during the COVID response, and we basically just recycled those 20 languages and identified. Actually, we re- got into the community and got volunteers to translate the flyer and the faculty. Um, but uh, I just wanted to go back to that first. <laughs>
0: no, no, that's good. That's good. And um, and so Laura, I mean, I know there's a there's a, a ton of information, and we just kind of like scratched the surface. So where can people find right. out you know, more about this program, and, and where would you uh, tell them to, to go check out?
2: Right. I encourage everyone to apply as soon as possible. Go to broadband.hawaii.gov forward slash PBB.
0: Sounds That's good. That's
2: where you could find information about qualifying and um, uh, the providers that are participating
0: in the well, Laura Arsible is from the Department of Health and, of course, the team lead in the broadband HUI for the EBB program. And, of course, Laura K. Ran is with, is the Vice President Chief Impact Officer over at the Hawaii Food Bank. And, of course, I want to thank them both for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about the Overwatch Tournament 2021. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, Feel free to email me at bitemarks.gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at Bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HBR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HBR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe, stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bitemarks Cafe.